How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Power Play. As you can tell by the different lead voice going into it, it's your co-host, Maddie Fisher, coming into you live. Good to see y'all. With my co-host, Brian, we had uh, an emergency happen with our co-host, Mr. Uh-huh. Brian. So, uh, Adam, just as you and I today. Nice yeah, to you, buddy. buddy. You know what awesome. that means. Shit's awesome. about to hit the fan. <laughs> Shit always hits the fan when it's just you and I. But uh, how's your autumn been, dude? Uh, the weather is uh, cold. Can you see cold breath and up rainy. there? No, not yet. It hasn't gotten that cold, but it's been uh, it's been chilly. Really? My mom just turned the uh, the heat on in the house for the first time today. Oh, oh, yeah? So oh yeah. You know it's getting there. Those nice sleepless night. Those sleep nights. Man, I don't oh, yeah. sleep to begin with, so I don't know what sleep is. Heck yeah. <laughs> I just didn't even mention it to you. You're talking to the wrong guy when I talk about sleep. What is sleep? Um, but again, we're back here. We are on episode number ninety-two. Number ninety-two. Ninety-two. Our, of these the things? player we got coming off a fresh Stanley Ooh. Cup victory. Ooh. Colorado Avalanche number ninety-two. Swedish-born Gabriel Landeskog. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, uh, uh, any, uh, stats on them, Adam? Uh, I can, let me read that blurb. Hold on. Where'd that go? Um, discombobulated. So yeah, Gabriel Landeskog has made 92 his own in his eight seasons in the NHL. I feel like it's more than eight seasons at this point. Um, but after winning the Calder Trophy in 2011, 2012, Landeskog was named the youngest captain in NHL history. Uh, the record has since been broken by Connor McDavid, but Landeskog has still managed to compile 416 points to date. Again, I think that's a little off. I don't know how old this uh, this list thing we're looking at is, but I feel like that's not his actual career totals. But yeah, 92 Gabriel Landeskog. He owns it. Uh, the runner-up, close to my heart, number 92, Rick Tockett. You know, Ayo. NHL leader in Gordie Howe hat tricks. Is he really? Yes, he is. I buy it. You buy it. Yeah. <laughs> look where he played. Look where he played. This is true. This is true. This is but, like, uh, number ninety-two. We are going, guys. We are We're flying. You know, training camp has just started. Uh, there has been a few amount of preseason games to talk about, so we're still in the. Early days of not much to talk about, but you know, some stuff has happened that over the past couple of days that we got to talk about. Um, to start off, to what happened today, uh, as we record on Tuesday, September 27th. Yeah, so yesterday uh, when you're listening to this, so when you yesterday when you're listening, uh, Spencer Knight of the Florida Panthers has signed to a three-year contract extension with Florida Panthers, eyeing up the starting spot. Pretty interesting to see, you know, who they go with on opening night. It could be Spencer Knight. Yeah, it's a a $4.5 million cap hit. So this is very much, I think, a a bridge deal for Knight, kind of Florida – kind of giving him a little more wiggle room to take that uh, starting role like you talked about, but at the same time not fully turning over the keys to him. Uh, it's still very much, I think, uh, a battle for the opening spot because Bobrovsky proved that he still got it. 
So, I mean, he did a good, good performance in the playoffs, no doubt about it. But you see, man, like, you know, a person's, especially the job in net, it, it can be taken in a flash. And, uh, oh, yeah. You've seen all the turnover that's happened with the Florida Panthers, and they had a great year last year. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it is Spencer Knight because, you know, they kind of, seem like they want to go in a new direction, especially because they were trying to trade Bobrovsky this offseason. So, um, you know, goaltending, we'll see what happens down in South Florida. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I didn't realize Bobrovsky, looking at his cap-friendly page, played 54 games last season. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's high. That's, you know, it's really high. Uh, and he posted uh, – Almost a, a three goals against and a point nine one three save percentage. So I mean, he still got it. Uh, there's a chance it could uh, the wheels could fall off this season. But I think honestly, if Ekblad stays healthy, I think the Panthers can continue or build off of at least what they did last season. I don't think it's going to be another President's Trophy winning season. Uh, but I definitely see some some success for them this season. Yeah, um, they continue to make news going into the uh, start of the season. Uh, let's see if it continues with uh, strong play from their additions. You know, Matthew Chuck. Yeah. Looking, looking, really looking to, you know, uh, dip his toes into the South Florida sand. I think he'll do fine. I, I don't think it's going to be much of a an issue for him to adapt. That's fair. Yeah, he's a really good hockey player. A lot of skill. Um, it's going to be interesting. But um, if you think that Spencer Knight completely takes over this job, do mm-hmm. they move Bobrovsky in the season? I mean, you figured they had trouble moving him now. That 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 probably wouldn't be the case. But if Spencer Knight's like playing really good, and so is uh, Bobrovsky, like, is it like a kind of a Shesterkin Georgiev type of deal where it's like, uh, you know, Georgiev looks like he's without a doubt going to be on a different team because he's good enough to start? There's a chance, but I mean, for one, Bobrovsky's still making 10 mil for the next four seasons. So that's probably why they've been having a hard enough time trying to trade him. They don't have any cap to be able to retain any like salary on Bobrovsky to make it slightly easier for them to to move him. So I mean, honestly, I'm at the point now where I just kind of sit and wait. And if both Knight and Bob are having good seasons, I don't shake anything up. I just let them go because at the same time I look at Bobrovsky as a as a mentor for Spencer Knight like if I'm a young goaltender there's not very many chances I'm going to get to play along somebody like a Bobrovsky and actually be able to learn from them so yeah if, but he believes he's better than Bobrovsky and is yeah, fighting but, to take his job so you could say he's a mentor but at the end of the day it's like he's trying to take that role of being the starting goaltender for the team. Right, so I, I get that mentality. But at the same time, I guess me personally, I want to learn 
from the people that have been around the longest and, you know, kind of, you know, pick their brain and try and figure it out. And it all, it's really, it comes down to what Bobrovsky's mindset is. Cause if he still thinks he's a number one goaltender, starting goaltender in the league, then yeah, I might fight to either get moved. If this kid's coming and take my spot um, or improve my game to make sure I don't lose my spot. But I get the sense that, that isn't the case. I mean, I haven't heard too much about anything going on in the Florida locker room, but I don't know. To me personally, I get the sense that Bobrovsky would teach, train, but at the same time, it's one of those like, I've taught you everything you know, but I haven't taught you everything I know kind of things, if you get what I'm saying. Like Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Like Bobrovsky is a a jacked Yoda. (laughs) A Russian Yoda. A Russian Yoda. How about it? We're get, we're, <laughs> we're, we're making comparisons, people. I feel like there's a title in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, Spencer Knight. It was it, everyone saw it coming. Ain't the three more years in South Florida. Um, you know, be, I remember watching him in the World Juniors. That special U.S. team, he looked amazing. Looked like he was really going to be an easy transition into the NHL. And uh, you can say it has. You can say it hasn't. You know, he's been the backup there for the past one and a quarter year. Uh, but uh, let's see if he can really fight for that job. Um, I, I think it's going to be a, an interesting time in uh, in the Panthers locker room. Soon. We'll, we'll see, buddy. We'll see. Um, in other news, Yoda. we have gotten some more information about the infamous NHL salary cap and how much oh, it, yeah. need, it needs to be increased or added to. And there has been news that uh, that it will go up within the next four-year span. Uh, do you want to elaborate on? Yeah, so... We've probably discussed this quite a few times. It's one of our main topics. And, I mean, it is a main topic around the league because of how many teams are effectively in a cap crunch, either by their own design or because of the whole, you know, COVID situation that we were in with the league shutting down, revenue basically grinding to a halt, um, and the cap staying flat for these last two, three seasons. And it seems like now revenue is starting to catch up to the point where the owners are getting paid back what they had to to lose, so to speak, and everything, which is what was keeping the cap flat to begin with. So now we're starting to get to a situation where Elliot Friedman and Rory Boylan, and apologies if I butchered that name, but they talked about earlier today that there is a chance that the cap is going to go up over the next few seasons. So currently the cap sits at 82 and a half million. The projection is that next season, the 2023-24 season, it goes up by another million, making it 83 and a half. And by that point, the I think it's the escrow is going to be caught up, paid off, um, and we could start seeing those significant jumps. So by 2024-25, we could see a four to five million dollar jump. So from 83 and a half to 87 and a half, maybe 88 million. 
And then the season after 2025-26, we could be looking at anywhere around $92 million as a cap in the NHL, which is insane. And if memory serves correctly, by 2025, that's when a lot of big names are supposed to be hitting the open market. Right. Um, I think Austin Matthews is one that if it's not 2025, it's the season prior. It's uh, then about 2025. A $4 million increase to that 87.5, million could do numbers for a team that's looking to get someone like Austin Matthews. Um, I can't think of any other players that are, you know, around that area that are close to dropping off as far as, you know, becoming unrestricted free agents, restricted free agents. But I feel like those are the seasons, the 2024, 25, and 2025, 26 seasons. Those are going to be the big free agent signings where I either have to enlist in six computers so I can crank out a thousand graphics when signings happen. You need, you need more people. You need limb, uh, like uh, classic need, limbs. Like you need a third arm and a. Bro, I need to become. Leg. If you ever watch the the kids cartoon Ben Ten, I need to be that red alien with the four arms whose name I can't. Remember. I think his name was actually Four Arms. Ben Ten. What a that's what a, that's a shout out. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, but exciting I need stuff. something. I think uh, it should be exciting for, especially when some of these uh, young stars continue to uh, get better and shine even brighter. Uh, yeah. You'll see some of these guys get the money they truly deserve, and um, the sport can grow, and that, that's a great thing. Yeah, because I mean, I've heard people talk about this potential cap increase. Um, as it being the NHL's version of what happened to the NBA when they had their massive cap jump and all those crazy, insane signings happened that, from what I gathered, didn't pan out for a lot of teams. But it's still it's something that's going to definitely help teams out. I look at Minnesota as a team that this cap increase could help with how much dead cap they've got in the the Ryan Suter, Zach Parisi buyouts. Um I mean, Vegas, who is perpetually always in cap hell, but this could be a big jump that helps them. Tampa, the Flyers. I mean, the Flyers, yeah. Uh, Tampa has always been really good at working around, you know, the cap rules, so I don't think they're going to benefit too much more than what they already have. Um, Correct. Yeah. Be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next three, four seasons and how this cap shakes up a lot of teams. Well, well, we'll see, and – uh I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, the the world doesn't experience another pandemic or epidemic. Find, or find the closest piece of wood and knock on that shit right now. <laughs> there we go. Don't luckily there's good amount of wood in my house. This man, um, this man just did the equivalent of someone in uh, a customer in retail walking up to you, going, "Oh, slow day, huh? Slow <laughs> day. Never, never say that. Speaking, speaking everything hits the fan." Yeah, you know, we're we're you know not much news to go about in the hockey world. You know, training training camp has started. Um, preseason games are so coming. So you up. went to you went to a couple of preseason games for the Flyers. Yeah, I mean they've only had one. Actually, oh, okay. The second ones today. They're having one right now in Buffalo, and the third ones tomorrow. But uh, yeah. Um, I was able to do a, a little double header. Went to the Phillies, Flyers. Uh, Ooh. Uh, so it was a good day on Saturday. So uh, 
you know, not much to talk about. So I'm going to talk about uh, my flyers and how training camp's going because, you know, I was going to say anything, anything you like, anything you dislike. I know um, I have a picture of uh, the flyers player doing like a <laughs> angel underneath. Yeah, I was wondering who that was. I think he was D'Angelo. But uh, that would be hilarious. I think it was D'Angelo because he was wearing that jersey that day. But uh, yeah, from what I've been seeing and hearing a lot, you know, Tortorella, Coach Tortorella has this team working extremely hard, skating really hard. Um, all the guys in the who are going through camp we expected it. They were told very early on that this is how it would be, and it's living up to it. But they've also came in early and shown that they are committed to uh, getting the chemistry together and showing that they're going to work hard. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, good work, good work that's getting done that I'm, like, really happy to see. And as far as, like, individual pieces that, like, need to step up for the team that have to show it now, you know, I went to the game. You had Morgan Frost, who's – uh you know, looking to play big center minutes. He had, you know, a lot of good shifts in that preseason game. You had the Cates brothers, Noah and Jackson. They're both fighting for a spot. They showed some good stuff. Um, they're playing the kids, which is, you know, what they usually do in training camp. But for a team like the Flyers, like, you have so many kids are who are willing and might may be able to make a spot on this roster for the opening night. Um as far as the veterans, I think you'll see some of these guys start to play a little bit more, like D'Angelo, Provorov, like some of your, you know, your pairings, like Sandheim and Ristolainen, um, start playing a little bit more as we're going. But, you know, Cam's just going to continue to be hard. And uh, it, it's, it's great to see a coach that is really pushing – pushing the pace so i'm really happy to see that as a flyers fan i know the world the word on the team is it's not bright you know it's not going to be a good season but you know they're working hard for the, the for the talk of the team to turn around so was there any truth to the the quote i had read about one of the players asking if they could go to hooters for uh lunch did you not see that no really there was apparently i i don't know i thought I saw the initial tweet. I think it was Tortorella that was talking about it was like within the first week of training camp. Um, and he was talking about, you know, there was a lot of work that had to be done around the team. And, uh, you know, he wasn't exactly thrilled with what he was seeing, but he did see that there was places that, um, you know, were going to be good. And <laughs> one of the quotes he used was apparently a player after the the skate was like, Hey, can we go to Hooters for lunch? And he was like, "Yeah, that, so there's there's work that needs to be done." Oh, really? Well, I, I, have, I there aren't many Hooters anymore, to be honest with you. Have you? Where's the Where's the closest Hooters for you? I I, wanna, I have not a clue. I've never. How about we look on our phones, go on a nice, uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> internet. Let's I go found on a nice internet and look up the nearest Hooters. Look up I the found, nearest Hooters. I found the quote. I'll get to that once I read the quote. There's a lot of areas we can improve on. It's only the first week. And Travis, uh, referring to Travis Konechny, asked if we could go to Hooters for lunch. Discipline is definitely going to be a focus for this group. Really? Like, I don't, I'd be surprised. I mean, no, TK That's is, the tweet. 
TK's married, man, got kids. But I'd be surprised if that was true. But then again, you know, occupier. Uh, that's I don't know if that's actually true, but so the closest Hooters to me, uh huh, it's thirteen miles away in King of Prussia. What's the closest looks, one for you? It looks like it's it doesn't even give me the mileage. You know where? How? Man, I thought this was gonna be easier on my computer. Uh, it's looking like it's. Oh my god, that's not. <laughs> How many miles did you say yours was? Thirteen, bro. It's looking like seventy-four for me. Seventy-four miles to nearest Hooters. There's no way. But point exactly. That's accurate. But point exactly. There aren't any Hooters around. Somewhere in Jersey is where I have to go. There ain't no way in Newark. Uh no. Uh, Somer- Somerset. Somerset. Okay, I was. I would have thought King of Prussia was closer to me. <laughs> yeah, what um, the hell? All right, the Hooters aren't around, so I. Who knows? Maybe it is true. Maybe it isn't. But uh, Hooters, not many around anymore. <laughs> we looked it up. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a southern thing. Maybe the, if Hooters. I go to Florida, if I go to Florida and I look up Hooters, there's probably a lot more closer. My location oh, there than anywhere else. Oh, I, I, I love this. This is this might be the golden episode, fish. Yeah. Rush, rush, Hooters. Hooters. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, I just want to you know you know bring up a subject. You know, Flyers preseason. Boys are working hard. Um, yeah. Like I said, there ain't much to talk about, folks. So no. we're really kind of pushing it. Um, but uh, you want to jump more... into the the big meat of the episode, or do you big want to the news? Big steak. Yeah. The um, Hooters. So the uh, news coming out of Seattle is that oh, yeah. they're about to announce the. Uh, did you have something else in mind? No, I, I uh, was just going to jump right. At, well, you're, uh, you're leading into what I was talking yeah. about. But uh, the Seattle Kraken are uh, prepared to announce. On Saturday, this Saturday, so first day in October, yeah, their new mascot. You know, year two, they'll be adding a mascot. They'll lead the Rangers as the only team without a mascot, and uh, yeah, uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be like a, a squid or something, right? I, you beats me, man. I just. I just, I Here. couldn't. It has to be like an octopus. Yes, it has to if be it's, like an octopus. But if it, it's it can't not be that. like the Red Wings octopus. This is true. It's like you, you got to walk the line. It's like you're just gonna have like a smiling octopus run, run around your arena. Maybe, maybe it'll be a, a fisherman. Oh, that would be sick. Walking around with like a, a raincoat, an eye patch, and a hook. Yeah, dude. maybe it's a pirate. That's a great. Flipping idea, dude. Have a straight Damn. pirate Hell as yeah. your mascot, bro. That's awesome. That I, 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 all right. Now and hope I want, I want the, I want the pirate now. I'll be <laughs> very disappointed if it's not a pirate. I would be so disappointed too. It's a golden opportunity. Oh. It's a golden opportunity. As long as but I don't uh, do, because like Vegas had the golden opportunity of having a golden night 
as their mascot. And now we have Well, they kind of do. After. He's, he stands yeah, he's up like the Raptors. The, he's like the side mascot, but the real NHL mascot for them is Chance the Raptor. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's I know, it's just so great cuz he's the Chance the Rapper. Um but, but speaking uh, of, of we, mascots, we wanted to you know, cuz we wanted to make up some time during this episode. We wanted to uh make a couple categories for our Mascot friends in the NHL. <laughs> obviously, this is going to be good because we're a bunch of knuckleheads. Oh, so, this uh, episode proves that we're gonna we're gonna start round one. Okay, pick a mascot that you want to have a Donnie Brook with. Just want to go in the back out Donnie Brook, a Donnie Brook. Go to the back of book behind the bar. You know, just have a little, little fight. You know. Leave him bloody, leaves you bloody, like not good. Oh my god, not good. I already have my pick. All right, well, I want to hear it. You go first. I want to have, I want to have a good old Donnie Brook with Yuppie. Yuppie, <laughs> Montreal. I'm You're coming for north. you and Yuppie. Dude, Yuppie was a double uh, team mascot. He was the was Montreal he? Expos mascot right, before yeah. he was Canadian. I'm so, not a fighter. I'm not about to take on, you know, Sharky or, you know, um, Carlton, the polar bear. I'm not I'm not taking on anyone that actually has a chance of, you know, really, you know, ripping off a limb. But you beat, man, I don't think he's got anything in him. So I'm coming for you, Pete. Bro, <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. You guys, I want guys, a chance. You guys kind of look alike, you know, with the beard. You know, <laughs> you're very gri- grizzly like guys. Like, just I like... feel like I should be offended, but I'm not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Yupi, your pick. Oh, okay? my god, yeah, I'm so, taking my brother Yupi. So, I am also going with a team up north, I am going to Toronto. I'm going to You're taking off the bear. I'm going to fight the polar bear. Do you know why? Do you know why? Tell me, do you know why? Oh god, polar you're... bears are killers, bro. Okay, so you Adam, polar want... bears are killers. You I'm a psychopath. So I'm willing to pick <laughs> yeah. a fight. Toughest motherfucker. Toughest motherfucker. Oh, and I'm willing to fight god. the death of that polar bear. And That's I will awesome. leave that thing bloody. And it <laughs> might be my last breath. But I will defeat that polar bear. <laughs> Carlton. Carlton? <laughs> Your days are numbered. Oh, Jesus Christ. Polar bears are tough. Have you, uh, have you ever heard of how mean Pearl, polar yes, bears are? Yes, that's why I chose Yuppie and not Carlton. <laughs> I'm fighting the psychopath, dude. I'm like, this is like prison rules, dude. You go oh, up and fight the toughest dude you find. Oh, no. Fighting Carlton. Uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> here for it. You're here to watch my funeral, is what you're saying? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm that all- was round one. Uh, round two, it's a little bit of the same side, but kind of different. Uh. The person you want to have a wrestling match with. We're talking so like WWE style. WWE for the title oh, wrestling Steel match. cage match at WrestleMania. Exactly. Hmm. I think you're going to probably call me crazy. I'm going for gritty. 
Going for gritty, dude. I think me and gritty could put on a five star match. I respect it. I I honestly respect it. I believe you'd be the heel. Would. I'd be the face. Dude, great storylines. I now, love uh, I'm here. Since go, our meeting's kind of running out, so we're, yeah, we're, I know. I'm I'm watching the time. Uh, I'm going with Nash. I think Ooh. Nash is a high flyer. I like high flyers. Uh, I'm willing to risk it for the sell. Uh, the biscuit. Like Jeff Hardy from like a thirty foot oh ladder, God. like stuff like that, like put on a show type. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nash is my pick. We would have that epic. I love tilt. it. We would have that epic tilt. And you know that actually leading into our third category of the two mascots that should have a pro wrestling match. I low key like Gritty versus Nash. Oh, dude, I was thinking that too. I was, I was also really feeling Gritty versus too. Carlton. That that would be mean. That would be really mean, but I'm just going to go. Uh, since you pick Gritty, I'll go a little bit. I'll go a little bit of a, a up north. I'm going to go with Moose, the Winnipeg oh, 10 mascot. Mickey Moose. And Mick Moose, yes. Mickey, Mickey Moose. Moose. And then I'm also going with Hunter, the Bob. Oh, Cat. hell yeah. Epic wrestling match, no disqualifications. Mick Moose and Hunter at WrestleMania. I quit match. Let's go. I quit match. I love it. Yes. Oh, so that's to do it for today's episode. So, God. that's it for our episode. Again, like I said, we, it was a little bit on the short side, so we wanted to make it fun. Um, follow our social medias, everybody, yes. if you haven't already. Our- at OTPP Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And plug uh, that Twitch, Adam. Yeah, twitch.tv slash on the power play. Gonna be streaming some games tomorrow as we're closing in on the halfway point of the season. Ooh, like that's a make or break, dude. You yeah, get to it's see getting crazy. Are fighting for the playoffs and which it's teams are getting sinking. crazy. Love to hear uh, it. So be on the lookout for that. So, like we said, follow the uh, socials uh, at OTPP pod so you know when we go live. And as our good friend Bing, who we miss very much, will always say at the end of this podcast. We out.